Keith Sweat? Yes. Sweet. You can get your teeth wet listening to Keith Sweat. Hey, welcome to the pod. <laughs> Pretty sure that's what Twista says in the song. No one knows what Twista's ever saying. Twista is basically the, uh, you know, the... Uh, Beach Boys. Nope. Nope. I was going to take that in, um, well, an entirely different direction. Mm. He is the Chris Tucker of rap where no one understands the words that are coming out of his mouth mm. that was a really long meandering way to get you there. know what man it took me it took me a second to figure out exactly where that path leads and please never disparage the name of chris tucker in my presence again i'm not disparaging you disparage nothing. if anything i'm disparaging twista twista <laughs> any whomst um something happened the other day what was it um, I turned on the the show. Nope, not the show. The nice. movie. The, I'm struggling here early, so this is going to be a great one. The I turned on Paranorman. Yeah. All right, I'd never seen Paranorman before. Yeah. But I turned on Paranorman, and I thought it was Monster House. Because mm. I've seen Monster House, and I like Monster House. But was then it- I... I had a realization that I was not watching Monster House. Yeah, they're not the same movie. They're not the same movie. But further, it wasn't it wasn't until like an hour into the movie where I was like, when the fuck is this zombie dog gonna come out? Mm, that's an, also a different movie. Yeah, it sure is. That's so, Frankenweenie. It sure is. But uh it all looks like pretty much the same movie in the same tone, so mm. um, I feel like that's racist. Uh Kevin's racist. Well, we're going to do that again. <laughs> we're doing that again. Uh, I don't know. I just feel like a little diversity in Hollywood is what we need. So, a little diversity in animated movies. Yeah, if we could just uh, diversify a little bit with how we're animating children's films. I mean, what if they were all a shared universe, though? I th- assume like that they are. Of those movies. I assume that they are. Uh, you throw Corpse Bride in there, too, shit. Well, there is that theory that... Uh... Uh, Corpse Bride, Frankenweenie, and Nightmare Before Christmas. Yeah, it's are all, all the, the same. same. Yeah, boy and his pup. Was, I mean, hey, pup. who cares? If it's fun, if it fits, yeah. it ships. You know, the same cat appears in all of them. It's really? actually the cat in Coraline. 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 That would have made that movie much different <laughs> if it was if it was directed by the Love Below. Oh yeah. Yep. If it was really like released in tandem with it, and the whole soundtrack was just the love below, um, but not speaker box. But other than that, I want to get to something. Um, we can either get to your thing, or we can just keep reading off of the notes here. What's my thing? Uh, your thing with uh, a respected or disrespected bar. Oh, I wasn't sure if we wanted to do that here, but I mean, we can. I mean, it's up. I literally don't know what it's about, so it's up to you if you want to divulge that information on on live. Um, I'll save it. Okay. Yeah. Sounds good. Sounds good. Uh, then, in the meantime, this is a an article that reads: uh, Apple pays millions to woman after explicit photos were posted online. Nice. So, essentially, the story goes, this woman took her iPhone to a genius bar, Mm -hmm. as one does, and they went ahead and posted various uh, explicit videos and photos uh, to her Facebook. They posted them to her Facebook? Yeah. Wow. Yeah, while while they had her phone, they uh, 
went looking through her nudes and then put them up on uh, on her socials for everyone to see. Oh my lord, Lord of mercy! Yeah, yeah, right. So I guess obviously probably not something you want to do. I don't want to. I don't want to oversell that a little, little too much, but I think probably I, don't do that. I just want to know what the thought process was behind the genius. Because that's what they're called. Sure, sure. It was like, oh, this is going to be a, such a good idea. Yeah. All my I, I mean, laugh. it was definitely, <laughs> you know, an accident, but maybe, was it? I don't know. You got to go through a lot of hoops and ladders to post them. Yeah. But my question would be... And I haven't posted a picture on Facebook and poof. It's been years. Probably since high school. Um, My question would be... Would you suffer this for millions? It says untold millions. Untold millions. So, uh, I'm thinking at least in the tens. Um, and I, I gotta be honest, I, I feel like while the initial embarrassment would be pretty high, mm-hmm. uh, probably like an 8 or 9 out of 10, um, if I'm getting paid like, I'm just gonna, you know, say a number for the sake of saying a number, mm-hmm. 30 million... To, to have a couple dick pics posted on my Facebook that mm-hmm. I can just take down later. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I think I think I let that happen. Yeah, I mean, my thing is, is v- at least up here sure. in my face, it looks very similar to about 70% of white men out there. Yeah. So, so that you got that working for you. Yeah. I do not stand out in a crowd. <laughs> Doug is an extremely unsore thumb. Yeah. So if like you're ever looking for a secret agent, CIA. Yeah. I'm your guy. Except I do like to wear brightly is it, colored. Is it clothes. raining or is there a jet taking off? Is that your computer door? Yeah, that's the, that's your computer. <laughs> no, my computer door. That bitch is slow, but she stay quiet. <laughs> She stays. She she stays <laughs> quiet. Um, yeah, I don't know. I just uh, just uh, that. I just I just have so many questions. Yeah. Let's let's get that genius on the pod. I would love to get that genius on the pod. Be like, hey, what's going through your mind? T- take us through the day. Yeah. We, you know, and you were like, okay, did did someone pee in your Wheaties? Because that's a thing, right? That's like uh, pee in Wheaties is a thing. Well, I'm saying like. Okay, so let's just say, for the sake of degeneracy, you're, I don't know why you're going through a photos app in the first place. There's nothing in there for you. Yeah. But you do. You did. And, okay, so you're looking through, and, like, there's some nudes, which, you know, there's bound to be at this point. Yeah. Um, that's one of those things where it's like, you know what, today was a good day. You know, if you're going to be an asshole degenerate and, like, go through a photos app, like, I'm not... a little surprise this Yeah, was. exactly. That's, like, okay. So, that's, like, you know, your tip for the day or whatever. It's, like, finding, like, a $5 bill and a jacket you haven't worn exactly. in a long time. Except that jacket belongs to a stranger that you were supposed to tailor, and it's more like a $30 million bill. Oh, yeah. But um, that you're placing in the jacket now instead of taking. So, there's a lot of parallels for sure. And uh, I just... I don't see... I don't have... What do you have to do to publish a photo... Because I don't have an iPhone. You have to... Uh, I think you open the Facebook app. Okay. And then... I mean, it's like... You've been to the Facebook app. It's like right at the top of like your status thing. Yeah. It's like right there, like, add photo like to a post or whatever. Mm-hmm. And you do that. And at least for mine, whenever I would do that, it would be like... Would you like Facebook to access to all of your photos? And it's like, no. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Was I was I telling you about um, the Tetris app? No. All right, we'll get to that. But um, I love Tetris. So, because I, I know that you can do that. So, like with the Photos app from Android, you can publish straight to wherever you want mm-hmm. from there, and it is a little difficult. Like it's a so you just click on a picture, you hit share, and then it brings up like basically a bunch of like I've never talked to this person beyond like a group text for a project in 2011, but here they are for some reason showing up first. Mm. I don't I don't know what that is, but it's kind of one of those things. But the point I'm making is that it's like not hard, but like you do have to do more than one thing 
right for it to get there so yeah i mean i guess you kind of have to chalk that up to malicious behavior um yeah but hey man that's england so I'm, i wonder if he was just like this was in england yeah it was published by the telegraph i think mm, well that changes things i think it was no san francisco mm, well that, which is basically england i wonder if it was just published there because that's where apple is Oh, that's true. That's true. That's true. Um, that's true. I wonder if I, I'm going to try to research. Yeah, see who did it. See if we can get them on the horn. It was published by James Titcomb. See if we can get him on the horn. Apple pays millions to women. Because um, she sent them nudes. Um, is how you could interpret that story. It wouldn't be the right interpretation, but. You could do it. Okay. Uh, just the one, not women. Um, but I guess <laughs> in the meantime... Okay, here it is. Seven days ago. Uh, telegraph.co.uk. Oh, it's behind a paywall. No! It's behind a paywall, Doug. No! Uh, oh, but the BBC did cover it. Nice. That's uh, behind a paywall. No! No, it says... Um, we learned of the egregious violate. This is Apple. We learned of the egregious violation of our policies at one of our vendors in 2016. What the fuck? We took immediate action and have since continued to strengthen our vendor protocols. So you're telling me this happened five years ago? Yeah, that is what they're telling you. Oh, in 2019, in a similar case, an Apple Store employee allegedly texted himself an intimate photo of a woman taken from her phone after she took the device to be repaired. Apple immediately launched an investigation and said individual was no longer at the company. But, like, okay. That's super skeezy, but at the same time, he didn't blow up her spot. Yeah. In the public forum. Yeah. It and is just gross on his part. Different shades of evil here. But at the same time, it's like, listen, like, I, I'm a big proponent of, like, perhaps not corporal punishment, but, like... Corporeal punishment. Right. But that's, like... I mean, that certainly falls under the, under, like, sexual assault. Oh. And all they did was fire the guy. And it's like, I don't know. Like, money reparations gets like a little bit. he got bit... a job at a different Apple store, and he's at it again. Yeah, dude, buddy. <laughs> yeah. He's at the orange store now. <laughs> it's not the same thing. <laughs> That's oh. a really clever joke. Wasted on I'm us. Real... Yeah, wasted on... <laughs> oh, yeah. But, um... Shitfire. What was I gonna say? What was I gonna say? Oh, right, Tetris. Tetris. Love Tetris. Tetris, right? I know. I was. I was telling Alan. Really gives me some hypertension. Um, I was playing this game called what was it called? Tetris. Tetris. No, Alan. Come on. Snood. I fucking miss Snood. Snood was great. It was like block something. Block breaker. No, I have that. But brick breaker. Um, brick a brack. It was like Tetris, but you get to pick which blocks you want to use to do the thing. And so I was like, you know what? Fuck this game. I'm going to actually play Tetris. And for whatever reason, I don't know what possessed me, but I was like, I think I will read these terms of service because like they made a big fucking deal about like you cannot install this game or you cannot start playing this game once it's installed until you've read the terms of service and you had to like open it up and scroll all the way down and like check a box and like I agree. So I was like, if they're going to make a big thing about this. I'm going to read at least a couple of paragraphs just to see what, mm -hmm. what's up. And they wanted access to, like, all of my contacts, all of my photos, like, all, like my internet search. It was an independent app. And they mm -hmm. were like, yeah, we want, like, all your Google info and, like, this, that, and the other thing. And I was like, it's just Tetris, man. Yeah, I could go get what, an What old, happened here? I could go get an old Game Boy with a Tetris cartridge. Yeah. It'd be fine. Dude, I actually have I give a Game Boy Color that has permanently uh, Pokemon Red in it. <laughs> it's just sealed in there. It is. There's like some sort of fragrant but mystery sealant uh, <laughs> that is that has cemented that game in there. Sounds like someone had a heck of a time playing my, Pokemon. <laughs> my my thing. I think it's. Uh, I think it's like one of those old school like uh, socket, uh, like Vicks or Wicks, Wick, Wick like fragrance. Oh, like Airwick. Yeah, like Airwick. Like you plug it in, and it's like a thing. Like well, if you Eric? tip those over, uh, they do like leak. I think that may have been what happened. It was a chaotic childhood, so who knows what the fuck happened. <laughs> Sounds like it. Yeah. 
Um, but it is just per- I've I've played and beaten Pokemon Red like nineteen times <laughs> because of that. You know the ins and the outs. Yeah, exactly. Um, what was was the other one green or blue? Uh, the other one was blue. <laughs> like, did you ever try the blue one? Nope, just yeah. red over and over and over. And again. then yellow came out, and I never understood the concept because it's the same game. It's just you get poke Pikachu in this one, and I was like, well, that's fucking end game. Like that's like well, that. My thing with the whole Pokemon system is like. If you're going to put out two games at the same time, you can't charge full price for both no. of them. No. At least, like, bundle them together for yeah. maybe $5 more than the price of, like, a full game. Right. Uh, what What is the... Uh... Especially now the games are, like, 60 bucks on, like, the low end. Yeah. Those games always can kind of confused me because um, they required so much cooperation. And I was like, if I had friends, do you think I'd be playing this video game? Yeah, you know, I'd be playing with my friends. Yes. So, you're gonna, you're gonna, like, what, what was there? Were a couple of different uh, Pokemans that you couldn't even get unless you traded or something like that. Cable. Yeah, you you needed a uh, link yeah. cable and uh, and like my house was a big. We were a big Nintendo house until Sony kind of came through and stole our souls. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm still a big Nintendo house. Yeah, well, I mean, they're just more fun. You you know what? Yeah. They are a more, um, and I don't mean this disparagingly, they are a more childish fun. They elicit more of a childlike response to their video games, whereas I enjoy being mad at my video games, which is why I have a Sony. Well, then I'm led to believe you've never played Mario Party, because that is just a white-hot rage. I have not. And you lose friends. I think I've played Mario Party like twice, and I've played Mario Kart maybe twice as well. Oh, we would not be friends if we played Mario. Oh, no, I can guarantee. Because you know how mad I get at, like, nothing. Yes, Um, I would lap you several times. You would. You would. Um, However, I do feel like I could put up a fight at Mario Party. Well, yeah, it's so random. Yeah. I feel like that could be fun. It's like sometimes, like, the game just, like, decides preemptively, Mm -hmm. like, this person's gonna win. Yeah. And we're gonna do everything we can to make sure this person wins. Yeah, I get that. I mean, even, so, like, there was a neighbor kept the street, and he had the N64, but even then, like, his his parents, like, wouldn't let him have, like, a lot of, like, he didn't have Goldeneye. Well, it's funny because, like, I found out recently that N64 games were super expensive. They were. They, they were, were, like, little, $85. Yeah, they were up there. Um, I think he had Nightfire, though, which... That was for GameCube. Was that GameCube? Oh, yeah, that was a fun one. I really enjoyed that game. That was a I really, really enjoyed that. I think I had it for PlayStation 2. Yeah. Um, I really, really enjoyed that game. That game, he had... Um, so we played that. We played Pokemon Snap. Snap. Played Pokemon Coliseum. Coliseum. And there was another one that, that we were very fortunate uh, collectively to, to own. But I, I it escapes <laughs> me. But um, You had an interest in that. Yeah. But it, yeah, right. Uh, but that was the thing. Like those Those games, and then whenever PlayStation 2 came out, then it was like, okay, now we go. Because, I mean, I had a, I had a PlayStation. We had, like, three PlayStations because those motherfuckers just would not stop melting. <laughs> um, but, yeah, I guess it was just, like, um, that's, like, a whole thing that I, I missed out on, which was probably, like, formative in my development. Um, because there is such, like, a, a, a tight nostalgia group of, like, oh, man, I remember, like, playing this game with, like, uh, Animal Crossing. Like, there was such oh. a big pop when the second one came out. And a lot of people like me, I was like, I don't get it. I don't get the hype. Like, I appreciate that it's there. Oh, I'm you not... don't enjoy paying your mortgage? <laughs> right. It's like, I don't question that it's there, but it's like, I don't I don't get it. Um, it's just so calming. Sure. I get it. I mean, I get I get the concept. It's just yeah. like, I can't apply it to this um, or whatever. Just Although, I that. did want to kill you too. Every in the group chat every fucking morning. What 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 are turnips going? It's like eight o'clock in the morning, the middle of of a pandemic vacation, and I'm just like trying to sleep until noon. Well, what what are turnip prices like today? Well, you had to do it then because it changed in the afternoon, <laughs> just like the stock market. Busy market. Though. Yeah, yeah. It could be like you know. Turnips are like two hundred fifty bells a pop in the morning, but then they're like eighty. In the afternoon. So you want to get them while they're hot. But you had to like go to different islands or something because everybody had a different value price. Everyone had a different value. So it's like you're seeing what that person's is. It's and if it's like 500, you're like, oh, I'm going here to sell my like 10,000 that I bought on Sunday. It sounds extremely relaxing. You're right. Yeah. 
very calming to play the fucking stock market. It is. <laughs> the only thing is that you can't store turnips like easily in it. So if you walked into my house on any given, into my character's house, not yeah. my real house, um, on any given We've day. We've been there before. There would just be like the floor Say, to God. covered in turnips. Yeah. Um, what, what's the fucking raccoon's name? Tom, Tom Nook. Tom Nook. Just yeah. Tom Thumb. He's been screwing me over since I was like 12 years old. And he is a, he's your landlord? He's your loanee? He's... So he's like different things in each game. Okay. But he's always the one that you pay your mortgage to. Sure. Sure. <laughs> and Thanks. like, he'll be like, hey, like, congratulations, you paid it off. Wouldn't it be great to have a little extra space? Maybe like an upstairs? And you're you like, you know what? It would what be great. Yeah. It would be great. Hey, hey. Fantastic. That's another $500,000. Yeah. Jesus. <laughs> It's extortion. Yeah. It's like, if you just give me the supplies, I can build yeah. it myself. Jesus. So it's, it's like that game, like, okay, cool. Um, the one that I actually do kind of feel a little bit put out by not being able to play is uh, the Super Mario Maker games. Yeah. Those those do seem extremely fun. I keep thinking of getting it. It's just games that don't have... Game. Game. Uh, the games that don't have like a... Like a like a, a story really. Mm-hmm. They're just like these amorphous like activity things that you do in virtual reality. Um, I have a hard time just like globbing onto them. Well, I mean, it's just like all the fun of an obstacle course. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and again, it's like maybe if I had grown up like, with those games, I would be able to do that. But and like with Mario Maker specifically, it's like all right, let's see what my fellow human beings, right. what sick freaks they are, and what they can come up with. And they are some and like what's fuckers. super creative and what's just torturous. Yeah, yeah. Because I mean, you remember whenever we tried our first foray into uh, let's plays, like back in what, 2015, 2016. Yeah, it's been a minute. And uh, for some fucking reason, we thought that it would be a good idea to do Bloodborne right off the bat. Oh, and I had ne- I had never played so much as a, a Dark Souls game before in my life. Um, and we we you're did. Su- you're supposed to provide some sort of commentary. Yeah, but when I get frustrated, I stop talking entirely. Kevin was just silent. I was uncomfortable because he was getting so angry. Very, 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 very mad. <laughs> I was like, maybe this. Well, is- we could do it now because, like, oh yeah, I'm I'm right. very much like in that world. Like, I know exactly how to do it now. But at the time, being so green, that's but that's the thing. So like, that's what made me keep playing. Because I was like, I'm not going to let this fucking game beat me. I'm yeah. not going to let this beat me. But, And I could see that happening a little bit with like Super Mario. But at the same time, it's like, well, there's not a story here. It's just me against me. Yeah. And that's the story. And oh, Yeah. But how good of a story is it? Well, it's the story of your life. So Child. Oh, dangle. Um, I was going to say something before this I hope so. It is a podcast. Um, what was I going to say? I don't know, Doug. But I guess we're going back to the notes. Now, ooh, I know what I was going to say. We have our first soccer game today. Ooh, we do have a hands game. A hands. Oh, damn. Yeah. I, I had a thing that I was going to say, but you, you said your thing too fast. Oh, I'm sorry. I was going to say, call you SE because I feel like you're hinting at something. Well, I think that's probably it for this episode. I don't think we need to go on any further. I am very funny today. All useful fun. But we have, yeah, we got a hands game coming up. Uh, Did you do any research? No. Cool. Well, here's the research that I have done. Okay. So you have done research. So you're a liar. But I've got no answers. Wow. Okay, dad. (laughs) Because I have no answers. Right right to my face. (laughs) Through that screen. Can't (laughs) see me now. Um... I was trying to see if they have a shop there because I want a jersey. Sure. And their website is like, nah. Uh-huh. First of all, it's sold out, and we're never getting them back. Yeah, they're. It's a very. Uh, it's a tenuous at best. So I, like, I, wonder, I wonder if there's like a pro shop there. Also, if they have concessions. I believe. And do there they, will be concessions? Do they have nachos? Um, and I also do believe there is a a team store. Um, also, if we're going to talk about this, we're going to talk about this right. It's called a shirt. And not a jersey. Well, I'll tell that to their website. Yeah, it, it says it, it's a jersey. It's very American. 
It's 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 very. I guess they. It's Are pick, you not? I guess it's like pick your battles. You know, yeah. it's like we could either do this for real or we could just make it so that hey, the you know what understand. they're calling it soccer. Yeah, that is true. <laughs> well, I mean, we could get into that whole thing, but like, technically, it is it is soccer. It is. It was soccer first, and then it got changed to football later. Really? Yeah. I always call it the English game. Well, there are. I think that's golf, isn't it? No, that's the greatest game. Oh. So soccer is the most beautiful game. Golf, I don't know if it's the most beautiful game, but it is the beautiful the game. The beautiful game. Yeah. Golf is the greatest game. Tennis is the game of the royal, the sport of royals. Oh. Well, then what's polo? I feel like polo is probably something pretty pretty pretentious. Oh, it is. Maybe it's the pretentious game. That's <laughs> yes. probably what it is. Yeah. And then, of course, there's the most dangerous game. Yeah. And that is American. <laughs> yeah, that is that is the most American. Oh, I saw, I was on Twitter today. I don't know if you had retweeted it or liked it, but I saw that new legislation trying to be passed that if you survive a terrorist yes. attack, you get like your you, student loans forgiven. Yeah, and it's, you, no, 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 no. Let's be honest. You let's get be, them deferred. You get them deferred for a calendar year. <laughs> That's it. That's the least we could do. If you survive a terrorist attack, they will be deferred for a year. It's a real, um, like the, you know, urban legend thing where it's like, hey, if you're on a college campus, you get hit by like a school yeah. shuttle. You don't have to pay tuition. Yeah. Or what was the other one? If your roommate, if your roommate dies and yeah. you're living on campus and your roommate dies, uh, you get straight A's for the whole semester or something like that. Um, which feels like. A really good deal. That's a good incentive, for, That's a good incentive <laughs> yeah. for like sociopaths. Especially if you're just in a couple classes that you're really struggling oh, with, man. but you need them and you don't want to take them. I again. feel like we've all been there. Yeah. So, did you, when you were in school, you lived with people you knew the whole time, right? No. Me, uh, Most of the time I did, but my first year I, I did not. No. My, my first year I did, my second year I did not. Um, I, Shout I, out to my good buddy Mitchell. Right. I lived with. Who actually appeared in a dream I had recently. It was weird. I gotta reach out to him, see how he's doing. Oh, you scared Rhett. I'm sorry. Our pod dog. To be fair, he scares easily. That's true. Um, Yeah, I I only lived with somebody that I knew half of my freshman year. And no, it was even less than that. I think it was like a month, maybe two months. Was it Glenn? It was Glenn. Friend of the pod, shout out Glenn. Um, He... Because we both got stuck in pretty sordid situations. The challenge I, still stands, Glenn. I don't know, dude. He, we were, we were, we were swapping picks the other day. Yeah. I don't know if he's someone you want to fuck with anymore. Well, hey, I was swimming this morning. Were so you practicing? So you showered. It's fine. I did shower. Um, no, but so the first, so my first. These are two separate things. I don't my know first, why it was the, my first fun. year. Um, I actually got stuck with this like horrible asshole drug dealer, piece of shit reject. Um, that was nice. Yeah, it's real cool. And uh, he used to like steal my shit all the time, and like he would lose his keys. So I got stuck in a traditional dorm. There were there was one traditional dorm left on the entire campus mm-hmm. at IUP, and yeah. and I was in it, which I feel like I, I'm I'm happy for the experience. I I do like for lack of a better term, and like I do mean this endearingly. I do enjoy kind of slumming it in those situations because I feel like in most instances, like the real people are there. You're like ah. Oh. Yeah, it like, oh, I'm so bohemian. <laughs> yeah, no, it's, you know, so it's, um, I, I didn't mind like living there. I just minded living with him because he would lose his key and it was a physical key. It wasn't like a key card or like it was mm-hmm. like, or an I card as it was known there. Um, you guys live in hotels there? Basically. Jeez. Uh, it was a physical key and he would lose his and it was $30 to replace the lock every time. And after you've lost your key like seven times, You've already paid two hundred and ten dollars, so he would just start stealing my key, like when I would like be asleep. So um, that was fun. That was a good time. Um, I'm distracted. So eventually, you know, we we had like these like roommate meetings and stuff like that. That like, I don't. I think I initiated like one, but most of the time it was just like, I would bitch to friends who were also in in the thing, and then you know. So after, it was like March, and they were like, well, you can move out if you want. And I was like, why the fuck would I move out now? Yeah. It's March. Like, school's over, in a, committed to this school's, school's over in a month. 
And they were like, well, I mean, it's probably going to get worse if you don't, because now he knows you're unhappy. <laughs> and I was like, you son of a bitch, you're right. So on the other side of campus, Glenn, his roommate, never came back after Christmas. Nice. Um, and he was a very interesting character, because all he did was sleep, fully clothed, shoes on. So he was... Under the covers. Oh, that's dirty, first of all. Under the covers. Yeah, we were like, are you anemic? Because he would like, he would go like fully like suited and booted, like hood up over his face, drawstrings done. Um, and then like, take your jacket off, buddy. Stay top, a while. Top sheet, <laughs> fucking cover blanket, the whole thing. And like, it was a little chilly in his room, but it wasn't like that cold. Just thinking about just the cold, man. And it was like, yeah, like middle of the day. I'd be like, you want to hang out? In your room or whatever, because it's like whatever. And he was like, "Well, Bruce is here, and he's snoozing." And I was Hello, like, Bruce. That's exactly what we would do. And uh, yeah, Bruce never came back after Christmas, so maybe he's still sleeping to this day. I have been working months for this moment right here. Yeah, Doug is <laughs> Doug is giving soft pats to our boy Rhett. And uh, so I got to live with Glenn for like a month, which was like pretty pretty much a big old fucking waste of time. But I did enjoy spending time with my good buddy. Um, but no, the only reason I bring all that up is because uh, if you didn't live with people you knew, it'd be, it'd be very easy to, the incentive is certainly there to uh, kill them in their sleep to get good grades. Yeah, especially uh, the shitty roommates. Yeah, which usually is how it goes. I had a roommate who became this, like, hack comedian. I do know which one you're talking about. Whom yeah. we've had on the podcast. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, one night, I thought he was, I, th- I thought... He was on a bunk. There was three of us in a room. He was on a top bunk of a bed, bunk mm-hmm. bed, a bunk bed, if you would. Yes, yeah. And I thought the gentleman sleeping on the bottom bunk was snoring mm-hmm. and snoring loudly. And I was like, "Man, I cannot sleep because of this." Yeah. I didn't have any earplugs at the time because I was like, "I'm not a middle aged man." Right. <laughs> and so, what am I going to a rock show? <laughs> I had a bunch of change on my desk. And I just like started throwing pennies at him until like one hit him, and like he woke up and he like he's like looking at me, but the snoring is still going on. I was like, "Ooh, wrong person!" <laughs> and I was like, "I don't know if I can arc these pennies up there gently." It's like a real game of paper toss. <laughs> he just hears like pew pew as they hit the wall over. Him. <laughs> That is a good time. Oh, should have, should have had a. I used to have like this toy slingshot when I was mm-hmm. a kid. It came with like a small foam ball. Is there really ever such thing as a toy slingshot? That's the thing. Is like if I you, feel like if you whatever, have a slingshot, you've got a slingshot. Whatever you put in it, <laughs> yeah. Like you, you can it's put getting it, slingshotted. You could put anything. It is you being want slung. In. Yeah, slanged. We um. Did you ever go to? Is your family like in on those um, like Shaker Woods or like those craft festivals that have like themes, like Civil War themes and stuff like that, um, or like old timey themes. I don't. Know. I remember going to like giant flea market somewhere, but I don't think that's the, what you're talking um, about. My 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 madre got me like super big into like those craft festivals, and there's one in Shaker. Uh, I don't know if it's called Shaker Woods or if it's just like Shaker Heights or something. Like, it's in Ohio. It's like right there on the line, um, but it is like it's in the middle of the fucking woods, and it's electric. I mean, there is no electricity, boogie, but it, boogie, it, boogie, boogie. it itself is electric. <laughs> But when I was a you know a youngin, they would always, without fail, always have a guy that would like whittle um, rubber band guns, and it's like the same concept of the slingshot. And it's like, oh well, they're just toys, and it's like, well, are they? Because this is an assault <laughs> rifle, and it's stretching this rubber band maybe twenty four inches, oh, yeah. which means when that thing leaves, it is now a WMD, <laughs> and uh, anybody caught in its path is going to have George Bush to talk to. I remember, I don't know how I got to this. I was like hanging out with, like, with my siblings and cousins one fine summer day. And I think we were doing like, I don't know if we were having like a mini Nerf war or something mm-hmm. like that. We were like, man, how can we spice this up? <laughs> and we... Put thumbtacks. <laughs> we, yeah, we ended up, um, we found like this website that sold a rubber band Gatling gun. Yep. And it was like probably three hundred dollars, which mm-hmm. we obviously didn't get it. Right. But it was just the concept that someone had yeah. created this. Yeah, man. And I was like, I, it would take so long 
to load this thing. Yeah. No, for sure. And so many. For sure. Well, that was like the thing. So with this 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 assault rifle that I mentioned earlier, uh, I bought it. <laughs> I bought it because it was a little fucking lit. And uh, but it, yeah, it did take like several moments to to load the whole thing. And the whole time, it's like uh, it's like having to load one of those like a cross bowl crossbow bolt. But in like not in like a modern gun, it's but the one where you have to like kind of step on the bow part and then place the bolt and then like draw the string back. But the whole time it's like if you lose your grip, you're firing that you're thing an, straight into your heart. You're an arbalist. Yeah. So, um, it's it's like because it's uh basically like works on like a revolver system. So it's like you you hook it into like the the front of the gun. And you stretch it all the way back, and now it's like you could play. You could be, you know, little uh -huh. Dick Dale on that thing. Um, but then you have uh -huh. to pull the revolver back, and like this wheel, it's like a connect wheel. Yeah. And uh, you just have to keep stringing it and hope that they don't bunch up, and it works as intended. But uh, I think the very first time I pulled that trigger, uh, non, well, yeah, I guess recreationally, but you know, after I purchased it, uh, I hit my brother like maybe three or four centimeters away from his eye, like, on his profile. Wow. And uh, that motherfucker left a welt <laughs> from, like, maybe 20 feet away. It, uh, so that we learned very quickly that I was not to shoot that at people. <laughs> and uh, they Well, would, then what's the point? It, yeah, well, that's what I'm saying. So It all comes back to... Didn't get a lot of mileage out of that thing. The most dangerous game. Yeah, exactly, which is the most American. Yeah. Full circle. That's what we do here. Yeah. Putting some man traps out there. Some tiger pits. Tiger traps. Man pits. <laughs> pits of men. Hey, come join us. We down here. Oh, boy. Just hanging out. Hey, just me and the boys. Chill, in chill the with pit. the boys. In the pit. It's like Dark Knight Rises. In mm. the pit. Which I watched again recently. And... Um, it occurs to me, all these men in this pit are criminals. Yeah. Right? Right. And you only, you, I would assume you only put the worst of the worst in a pit that has no way of getting out of True, it. True. Truly. They're so, all pretty cool though. Yeah. But so when doing crime is cool. Yeah. When Bruce Wayne, spoiler, escapes, he kicks the rope back he down does, to yeah. let everyone else out. He does. Yes. He does. To let all these... Hardened criminals. Bruce some morally ambiguous. <laughs> yeah. He's over in some ancient country and he's like, ah, it's yeah. not going to get back to me at any point. We need to be clear, though. Bruce Wayne, scumbag, Batman, beacon of justice. Mm -hmm. You know, if he's off duty, if he's off duty, hey, who knows what's going to happen? He's a real wild card. Yeah. They, um, they portray that, that pit prison. In, uh, in Harley Quinn, the animated series. Mm. Uh, much the same, except it's more of an Arkham mm. situation. Where instead of just like regular scumbags, it's like, uh, you know, actual like supervillains and stuff mm. like that. Which I think probably would have been a better call, but probably much more expensive for Mr. Nolan. Yeah. Because he was trying to ground it all in, in realism. Right. He got a little bit because below he, ground. Because, you know... A billionaire caring right. about yeah. the poor yeah. is realistic. Yeah, no, for sure, for sure, real. Uh, or, or just simply willing himself into rehab from a, a broken back. Wait, are these? This is getting no off surgery. topic slightly. Um, yeah, that movie makes my back very uncomfortable all the mm -hmm. way through. Um, have you seen these posts about these billboards that say like "protect the billionaires" or something? No. I just I just stumbled across it. Oh man, I love when we, when we hit the anti-capitalism part of this pod. Oh. Straight from the comic book part. We're a big segment pod. I've been saying it this whole time. <laughs> Let me find it. It's like I need to know if it's real or not. I don't know if it it's real. It sounds like really dumb, so I'm assuming it's in Texas. Yeah. Shout out to our Texas listeners. Shout out to the Texas. Do we listeners. still have any? Um, I doubt it. Do they have electricity yet? Enough. Yeah. <laughs> Let me see. Let me check. Are we the, still uh... big in France? Oh, dude. All right. So let's 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 take a gander. Okay. Um, we are actually. Wow. All right. So these are the countries from greatest. So obviously the United States, 
Um, we do have this our second biggest listener bases in Texas, so shout out Texas. <laughs> uh, right after Pennsylvania, shout out Texas. No um, disrespect to Texas. Yeah, but. we lo- love you, Texas. Uh, then it's the UK, France, Germany, Portugal, Ireland, uh, Australia, Taiwan, Thailand, Russia, Oman, Nepal. I don't know how the fuck. Hey, we climbed Everest. We Boys, climb we Everest. did it. We climbed Everest. I'm that's, excited that's for That's all us. I've wanted. Let's fucking go. Everest is my Everest. I'm, yeah, <laughs> Everest is my K2, let me tell <laughs> yeah. you. Uh, Japan, India, Israel, and Spain. Wow. International. I guess we can't World take wide. any... Big international. Guess we can't take any stances on the whole Israel Palestine thing. No, but did I ever? uh, Did I I guess we wait? Was China on there? China was on there. Oh, I guess we can't take any stances on the China. No, no, no. Well, because China crashed my. We they crashed the pod for a month. So that's true. They did that. I'm blaming them for that. You know who wouldn't do that? Taiwan. Taiwan absolutely would not do that. Um, No, what was I gonna? I was gonna say something, but I feel like the moment passed, so I might not. Billionaires? No, it was about it was about uh, dumb Texas. It, it was about Israel. I was gonna say <laughs> the I, moment has passed. It was a it was like a a gentleman's club, you know. Except that all the the dancers were either Israeli or Palestinian, and it was gonna be called the Gaza Strip. <laughs> okay, so, you know what? Keep that in at your leisure. I'm sure that uh, we are gonna be. Uh, Embroiled in uh, CNN. Uh, let me see this here. Okay, so we got defend billionaires, and it's a picture of Elon Musk. We're just like you. Okay, but it's Roddy Roddy Piper, and they live putting the glasses putting on. Putting the glasses on. Off. Yeah, that is uh, that is interesting. Elon's a he's a real shady character because yeah. he was he was the chosen one. You can take a look if you'd like for a bit, and then he uh, he turned heel. Hey. Really, without any uh, so much as a gust of wind in the opposite direction. Bringing it back to Batman, it's like Aaron Eckhart says in The Dark Knight: you "Either die a hero or live long enough to see yourself become a villain." Yeah, I guess that's true. But he, uh, <laughs> these damn billionaires just becoming villains. Yeah, Keep they all just want to be villains. Which I want to go to space. It probably won't go which, five. Okay, can we discuss that briefly? What's in space? The odds of Jeff Bezos surviving this trip. Yeah, that is. <laughs> I mean that okay, but counterpoint, if it's a race between him and Dick Branson, Dick Branson's like ninety. I feel like he's been ninety since we were like ten. He also does more good things though. Dick Dick Branson is probably the last the last great hope. Yeah, also, no one calls him that. <laughs> Dick Branson is a friend of the pod. We've been over his. I would Hawaii. love to have him on the pod. Listen, he so we, we we bunkered down on him with his island during the pandemic. Yeah, that's what I'm saying, man. He has that like villa in Hawaii, on like I don't think it's on Oahu. It's like on one of like those islands you're like not allowed to go to because like there are still there's they're like protected nature reserves and there's uh, indigenous tribes and stuff like that that are still there. But they're only protected to people who don't have so much right. money. Well, they all they all have flip phones that they think are very modern, and mm. they all have Virgin Mobile, which means they have zero bars, but. They have them. They have them, and that's that's how we do it. That's how we white imperialists get there. Um, but he has like that whole thing, and it's like there's like an outdoor toilet, which is just. I saw this MTV Cribs in like 2003 when it aired or whatever, and I have been mystified by this fucking bathroom for the last 18 years of my life because <laughs> it's just so insane. It's like he's got this whole big shiny beautiful house. That he spends like two weekend, two weekends, uh, a, a year in, and it's, it's literally it's just like a, it's like a very, very pretty toilet, uh, and it's on like a cliffside, and it just overlooks, like the rest of the island and then the ocean. But there are no walls. It's just like four pylons that hold up a roof, which I also think is glass. It's amazing. I'm just thinking of the scene in Jurassic Park. Where the dude's hiding on the toilet. Yeah. And it doesn't go well for him. Yeah, which is... um, It's interesting because I believe in the book, the lawyer is like... He he has like kind of a badass moment or two. He's a stand-up guy. Yeah. The real villain in the book is John Hammond. Yeah. And he gets his. And Muldoon survives in the book too, I believe. Because he shoots... He he has the thing with the pterodactyls or the pterosaurs or whatever we call them. And and like a rocket launcher. There are very few deaths in the book yeah 
Yeah, Muldoon is like Muldoon's a badass in the in the movie too, but he gets clever girled, mm-hmm. which is a shame. Is he? I think he's dead in real life, right? I believe so. Yeah, I know um, Roland is from the second one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but the most important part of that MTV Cribs with with Dick Branson was uh, Mariah Carey was in there for some reason. She just rolls up. So good for you, Dick Branson. <laughs> good for you. Partying with the finest, Bob Peck. Yeah, oh, he died in 99. Oh, shortly after. Mm-hmm. Age 53. Ooh, too young. How's too he doing? young. Mm, cancer. That'll do it. The big C. That'll do it. Ten times out of nine. Mm-hmm. And if I'm lying, fine. But, uh, yeah. MTV Cribs, that's a show I'd like to bring back. It would be an extremely poor taste, but... I, I think we should just... Flip it. MTV. No. It's still MTV Cribs, but now it's an expose on how bad housing is these days. <laughs> yes, we need to alert the people. Did you, I'm all right. paying $3,000 a month for this studio apartment mm-hmm. <laughs> where there's a shower in the kitchen. Did you... I don't even know if I want to talk about this because it's extremely distressing, but it is on topic. Did you see there was a thing, um, there's some sort of like hedge fund or something that's working through shell companies, uh, but it's all connected and they are buying up all of the available real estate. Um, they kept calling it like part of, it's like one step of, what was the thing? It was like the great reset mm. and it was like a return to um, feudalism. It was like a world economic thing. Nice. I've always wanted to have a lord. Right? Um, <laughs> my lord. My lord. Please, my lord. It escapes me. It was like a, it was like a big thing on Twitter. Uh, but there's a there's like a finance company that is funding like trillions and trillions and trillions of dollars into uh, real estate, and they're like it's it's big in Texas, which you know everything's big in Texas, as we know um, about Texas, Dumb. except for the IQ levels. But <laughs> they. Uh, they oh love you texas um they uh so they're buying up all the like the property and then if they do sell they are selling at like two three times the property value um which of course like we can't even afford to buy as we say from alan's house i don't think that's sustainable though well that's like the major argument them in the took is eventually well you i but they're i mean the facts is the you know i agree with i don't know how any of this shit works but i can only read what i see um it sounds like a whole uh a lot of hooey too big to fail type thing which that is a movie that i will not watch because uh yeah Yeah. i'm not watching that i watched the big short yeah i I watched the big short and as upsetting as that was that was the thing so i showed i showed my mom uh, the big short because I was what when did we it's like twenty when we came, when that came out yeah yeah something like that so I was like okay maybe so, a little bit older so I was like I was a youngin during the bubble burst and like we already owned our the home. bubble burst so it was like all right like this sucks obviously but like you know growing up not the you know the wealthiest family so nothing really changed in my lifestyle uh, my mom always did a good job of like not making that part like my problem mm-hmm. but uh, I showed that to her and while I was like these motherfuckers. Huh. Well, I guess it's time to go eat some cookies. She was like <laughs> very mad for like a long time after she watched that movie because now she understood how it happened, or at least you know, mm-hmm. as per yeah. And uh, she was much more like these motherfuckers. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that that's an interesting. That was like one of those things. Like maybe I shouldn't keep introducing these like true to life films because yeah. <laughs> especially because this stuff is like completely like academic to me. Uh, but you know, showing that to somebody who, uh, you know, whatever. However, that being said, uh, spotlight did not have the same effect on that household. So, you know, that's troubling. Yeah. <laughs> but at the same time, not surprising. Yeah. I remember when I saw spotlight in theaters, there were like these three guys in the row in front of me and like off to the right. And they were like chattering, mm, chittering even like throughout the movie. And I was like, this is so annoying. Yeah. And then... Like, the end of the movie came. And, like, you know how the movie, they have, like, all this list yeah. of cities where, like, priests have been, like, reported or whatever. Shut up, world. And they were incensed. Oh. Like, 
I was like, oh, you guys were allies all along. It was just like three like middle-aged white dudes that were furious. Imagine that. Yeah. <laughs> but for a good cause for once. Um, speaking of... I'm white and I have something to say. Speaking of fury yeah. at the movies. Love Brad Pitt. I went to the cinema on Wednesday. Oh. Guess our invitation was lost. It was. Mm-hmm. No. Actually, you weren't invited. Wow. Um, Shut it down, Alan. I have never identified so closely with the guy that shot up the movie theater in Colorado. Oh my god. <laughs> there was like these six preteens mm. that would not shut their mouths. And like they thought every little noise they made was the funniest sure, thing. Sure, sure. What did you see? And of course, they're too young to fight. Ugh. <laughs> and if you yell at them, then you're just an asshole. Right. Sure. What were uh, we seeing? Uh, Quiet Place Part 2. Ugh. They shouldn't even be in that. They shouldn't. Well, I mean, even Especially, when... you're supposed to be quiet. Right. It's that's, called that's A Quiet the, Place. Yeah. Well, that was even like... Uh, I think we even probably talked about it briefly, but when we, when we saw... Uh, Mortal Kombat, mm-hmm. and I kept looking at you like several times. I was like, "What the fuck are we doing here? This is my first movie since lockdown." Oh, there were hundreds of people. Oh, in that room. dude, and there were like two sets of children, and I was like, "You shouldn't be watching this." I like, was I was fully vaccinated. I was like, "I don't want to breathe the same air." Yeah. yeah. Oh man. And I was halfway there. Every other movie I've been to, there's been like four people in. That's the way to do it. This time it was me. This adorable older couple and the, all these annoying kids. That the lady in that older couple was like, she also wanted to murder these. Hey, kids. lady! Hey, lady! Get funky. I haven't been to the cinema in a while. It's yeah. a, it's like, a, it's an event, man. Hey, F nine in two weeks. Yeah, that's t- like I'm a big, I'm a, I'm as big a cinema guy as anybody. But if they keep releasing things on HBO. I just I haven't watched The Conjuring three yet because I part of me wants to see it in theaters. It's not worth it. But I've seen the other two in theaters. All right. I mean, I, I like, like those movies. Yeah, I, buddy, I watched it opening night. Uh, but it's not, I don't think it's grandiose enough to to go through the theater process. Well, here's the thing: half the fun in the theater is the popcorn. Mm. So, I've seen movies that I had no desire to see just to get popcorn. Yeah. yeah. And I came out and was like, well, that wasn't a bad movie. Yeah. And there's some I was like, that was a pretty bad movie. Yeah. I think and then I'll be on TV and I'll watch it again and be like, yeah, yeah, this is pretty bad. But I still watch it all the way through. Yeah, I guess I guess so. I don't know. I'm, I'm so iffy on like the, the movie theater popcorn because that is something that you have to really acclimate your body to. Because like the first couple of times you have it after a while, um, it your body will reject it. Oh, well... And you just have to keep microdosing yourself with theater popcorn. <laughs> microdosing yourself one tub at a time. Yeah. Um, I, I, I get that. Especially early on, like, I had, I just felt, like, gross. Yeah. But then I stopped getting pop with it. And I was yeah. like, oh, this is a nine day difference. Yeah. This water is everything. Yeah. But yeah. It, it is, like, part of the effect of, like, why you don't throw rice at weddings anymore. Because all the birds eat it, then go like drink water and yeah. That's like the same. You eat a tub of popcorn, you're like, oh, now I'm thirsty, and you drink it, it's like, <gasps> yeah. You're like, I gotta unbutton these. Yeah, pants. You're you're going up onto the rooftop, shitting on the street. It's like a whole right. thing. But okay. yeah, and I guess I just there's just not a lot. Like I said, like as long as they keep releasing these movies on HBO, um, I, I just I, I it's hard to to really configure a reason. Because the movies that are coming out now are ironically popcorn flicks, yeah. Which um, I like. I'm not going to turn my nose up, but at the same time, it's like, well, we didn't get a blockbuster season last uh, year. Yeah, we didn't, and that's kind of what I I choose to spend my money on if I'm going to go to the theater. Because like I'm already paying like what is it, fifteen, sixteen well, bucks? That's the thing is, The Conjuring is like a big horror series, so it is technically a blockbuster. Yeah, I guess. I guess it's just those movies usually come out in, like, February. Yeah, yeah. I, I guess more more to the point would be, like, uh, Oscar bait. Yeah. Like, I'll, I'll, I'll spend, like, the 30 bucks to go see Oscar bait. You know, 
If I'm alone hey, in my man, room, what are you I doing just, tonight? Yeah. Just Oscar bait. Yeah, I'm just gonna go Oscar bait real quick. I just need to. I just feel like I need to. Can and, we? Can uh, we make that a thing? I'm. We're making. Is it, it like yeah. whatever? You're like, oh, I'm just gonna stay and watch some prestige dramas. Yeah, it's like, I oh, just, you're Oscar baiting. Yeah, I just. I'm really. I just. I just. I woke up this morning, man, with a feeling, and I've just been thinking about Paul W. S. Anderson all day. So I'm just Paul gonna, Thomas Anderson. Paul Thomas Anderson. Paul W. S. Anderson. Just, very different movies. <laughs> just Paul Thomas Anderson all day. Like, I, I caught. I've been thinking f- about the Resident Evil movies yeah, all day. <laughs> I caught a fleeting picture of uh, Daniel Day Lewis, and I just feel like I have to go off of my own Oscar bait real quick. <laughs> so, you know how it is. Phantom Thread. <laughs> what is Oscar baiting? Oh, it's going down a rabbit hole of YouTube videos of clips from movies mm-hmm. and interviews of the actors. <laughs> I've abandoned my child. Ugh. What a film, though. Classic piece of American cinema. Are you a big uh, DDL guy? Eh, I'm not super crazy about method actors. Oh, yeah? Yeah. What's our snowman? Do we have time to discuss this? Yeah. Yeah, four and a half minutes. We'll okay. give you four and a half minutes to talk about this. All right. I mean, I don't have a whole lot to say on it. It's just that I think I prefer the, uh, the I think it's like a kind of a British way of looking at it. Yeah, yeah. It's like, it's a job. You show up, you do your job. Right. You do it well. You don't have to inhabit that person yeah. every minute of your life. Yeah. That definitely seems like more of an American thing, um, method and, acting. And that's like, I'm, so I'm reading Matthew McConaughey's book right now. Okay. And he talks Green about... It's, it's a great book. It's a great read. Um, he talked about, he was on, it was one of his first movies after Days and Confused. Mm-hmm. Um, I forget what it was. It was like after Days and Confused and before Time to Kill. It was like some independent movie that he never even saw. And he went full method with it. Mm-hmm. Like he showed up on set. And he had like one scene. Mm-hmm. He showed up on set. Like didn't talk to anybody. He was just like, was this guy? And like, he was, but like he didn't familiarize himself with the script. He's like, I'll just be the character. Mm-hmm. And then it'll come to me. And then like some PA came up to him and he was like, hey, like here are the sides for the day. If like you want to go over these real quick. And he was like, I don't need that. But he took them. And then, like, two minutes before they start shooting, he glances down at it and sees that he has a monologue in Spanish. (laughs) And he was like, well, this is a failed experiment. Yeah. (laughs) Never doing this again. Yeah. I remember... So it's like, you just, you show up. Yeah. You do, to the best of your ability, what is asked Mm -hmm. of you. Like, if you want to be that person, fine. Be that person Mm -hmm. when they're rolling. Right. I feel like that could be... (laughs) And then take it off. Yeah. I feel like that could be a fun thing um, after you've reached a a certain height Mm -hmm. um, or or popularity or you have, like, a a clout. um, The Colossus of Clout. Yeah, exactly. But, um, yeah, I I just... I guess there's there's a time and a place, and it's certainly an ethos. Mm -hmm. But it does seem like... I don't know, because I, I remember when I was in when I was in school, I did uh, a paper for one of my like m- movie kind of classes, and uh, it was about uh, Daniel Day Lewis, Dan Lewis, mm-hmm. and uh, Danny, please. and how basically he is universally both appreciated and reviled yeah. because he is such a cunt to work with he on be, set. He would be horrible to work with. Yeah. So um, famously, like one of his first, I think maybe his first. Uh, big movie was uh, My Left Foot. Yeah, that was the one that put him on the map. Where he was in a wheelchair. He was wheelchair bound through the entire production. Oh, that's annoying. And like he would have like PAs help him upstairs in his in this wheelchair, even though he was perfectly capable of walking, mm-hmm. um, just to stay in character for like what the month month and a half of of filming. And people were like, never fuck, never again. Fuck this guy, never again. I don't yeah. care how good he is, never again. But like he almost in like eight movies. Yeah, he almost died in a couple of movies. He um he almost died in Last of the Mohicans because he insisted on building his own log cabin and living in it. But he didn't know how to like bow hunt or throw an axe or do anything to help him survive, and he wouldn't accept like McDonald's runs. (laughs) So they had to show him like how to do all this stuff and like how to cook and clean meat and stuff like that. Um, so he almost fucking died there. He almost died of hypothermia on the set of Gangs of New York because he would only wear period clothing 
and mm-hmm. it was New York in February. A little chilly. Little little nippy. Mm-hmm. And uh, so he almost died then too. And they had to like beg him to wear like a Columbia jacket over top of his pea coat that he refused to take off. <laughs> um, it's just like. There's a comes to a certain point where it's like, all right, quit being a twat and just fucking read the sides, man. Like, what are we doing here? I think it's very bad for your mental health, too. Sure. Because, like, if you just, you have to take it off. Yeah. At the end of the day, you're like, all right, I'm not that person anymore. Yeah. Like, I'm back to being me. You know, go go to a bar, watch a game, Mm -hmm. hang Mm -hmm. out with some friends, do something. Yeah. 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 (sighs) Watch some Conan. Yeah, right? It adds to, like, the mystique of your person. Because, like, when I hear... Uh, you know, Daniel Day-Lewis is in a movie. My first thought is, oh, this is going to be a great movie. But my second thought is, it's going to be super boring. Yeah. 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 I mean, like, I liked... Fan- like, most of his movies sans, like, maybe gangs. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think I've ever watched any of his movies. Oh, There Will Be Blood. Yeah. Uh, I watched that one more than once. But everything else, I'm like, ah, I'm good for the rest of my life. Yeah. I don't ever need to watch this movie I again. haven't watched Phantom Thread yet. I know I will at some point, mm-hmm. and I know I will never watch it again after that. Yeah, I, I watched it in theaters, had a little OB, mm-hmm. and I'm good. I uh, never have to watch Oscar that. Oscar bait. Yeah, I never have to watch that movie ever again. I am satisfied. Wow. Um, and it didn't even win anything, I don't think, so. No. I'm, he didn't sh- win anything. Shooting blanks. Because I think that was the same year that uh, DiCaprio won. I yeah. Think. For the... Yeah. Yeah. And like that, he didn't go method on. Um, Checkmate, Methodist. He was just crawling through the snow. Um, crawling through the snow. But like I was thinking, I was watching a... No, that was 2015. Phantom Thread was 2017? Oh, uh, maybe. 2018? Maybe... 2017. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Kevin, I don't know. Kevin. Hey. Gavin. Me. Alan. Ewan. Does not know. Alan knows everything. 2017 Oscars. Oh, shit. <laughs> shit. Would that be a 2017 Oscar or a 2018 Oscar? It would be 2018. 2018. Oscars. But, like, I was watching a... Shape of Water. Mm. But who won Best Actor that year? Gold, Gary Oldman for oh. Darkest Hour. Oh, that is a good movie. Didn't see it. But like I he, thought it was a lot like Tinker Tailor Soldier So he Spy. kind of went, well, I like that movie too. Uh-huh. But that is a very boring movie. Um, but the extent of his method acting for that was he just smoked a ton of cigars. And it actually became a problem. Yeah. Well, Frankie McDormand won for Three Billboards. Yeah. Outside Ebbing. Missouri. Missouri. And then Sam Rockwell, he won Best Supporting, didn't he? Best Supporting Actress was Allison Janney. Let me find Best Supporting Actor. Sam Rockwell. Yep, three billboards. Was that I, Tonya that uh, year? Uh, yes. See, that's another movie I haven't seen. Shape of Water, Best Director. Got Guillermo won. Because I gotta do some Oscar baiting soon. Call Me By Your Name won Best Screenplay. This is a fucking year, dude. Man, I wonder if they're still making a sequel to that now that uh, your boy... Call Me By Our Name. Armand Hammer is in rehab. Oh, yeah, that's good. Good point. Um, oh, that was Blade Runner 2049. What a year. What a year that was for the cinema. Oh, for our <laughs> skits. Yeah. Um, Dunkirk, best sound editing. Dunkirk. I was watching Once Upon a Time in Hollywood this morning. Just like the end of it. It was on TV. I had nine hours to kill. <laughs> and it was... Uh, and like Brad Pitt won Best Supporting Actor for that. And like by his own admission, he just played himself. Yeah. He was like, I'm just... A, Single guy that smokes weed. <laughs> That's it. That was the extent of it. Yeah. He was like, really had to go outside of the box on this one. What a method actor. <laughs> yeah. He knew he was going to get that role in his 50th year of life, so he just started early. Oh, man. What a legend. I hope I look like that at 58. Buddy, I'm telling you what. I still haven't seen that one, but I... I... You're, whenever you do, you'll like it. Yeah, yeah. I'm sure. It's, it's one of his most rewatchable ones, I think. For sure. I, it, it, nothing about it is unappealing to me. It just it hasn't been readily available, so I. It's just three and a half hours. Yeah, long, there's that too. It's a slow burn. Yeah, sure, sure. it's all good though. It doesn't feel like it's yeah terribly. Tar- long. Tarantino movies are kind of like that. Yeah. Um, that's the thing, man. It's like there's such a cutoff for me that mm-hmm. it's like yeah, three hours. It's like oh, and then anything after that, it's like oh, I need to do some research because. Well. 
It's like the Irishman, man. Sylvan watched the Irishman. It's like nine hours long. Just, I mean, just break you, it up. Yeah, I know you said break it up last time, but fuck, I don't think I care that much. Like, I, I'm okay with my... Right. You say that now, but you should start it. I right know. Yeah, watch half of it instead of watching eight episodes of The O.C. No, absolutely not. <laughs> Uh, you should be fine. Luke and Julie Cooper are having a thing now, and I Every know time how that you ends. tweet hashtag California, <laughs> I'm like, I just want him to get hacked. <laughs> it's an electric show. I love it. I love it. It's actually like really well written, and I do mean that. Like you I'm not being last funny. Time, I still it's really it. really funny. So I believe we are we are. Uh, we are time up. We are we are wrist. Yeah, we are. Alan wrist, just uh, flicked you off. Yeah, we are wrist straps. So um, get out of my house, buddy. Uh, shit fire. Yeah, this was a good time, Doug. Did you have a good time? I had a good time. Yeah. We have a good time. We have good time. Return to monkey. That's good. I'm happy. I'm happy. I had a good time. It is very warm in here, and I'm excited. That's why I'm wearing capris. You are. You are wearing uh, capris. Call me Kid Capri. Call you an island because hey, Caprice. Bahia Blue. That's a color. But We're really doing the uh, golf shirt that I own. Two separate men talking Bluetooth on the same bench. That's just our life. Yeah, I guess. I guess. Saved your life. <laughs> Took your stuff. Um, all right, so we are gonna leave now. And uh, my, my name's my name's Kevin. I've been Kevin this oh, whole time. Oh, we were time. supposed to do the introduction thing at the beginning. Yeah, yeah, we're supposed to. We'll get it one of these days. The oh, real ones. Rewind. No. I'm Doug. Fast forward. <laughs> I've been Kevin because it's past tense, I'm always, and you, I'm sir. Always, I'm always Doug. Always Doug. Let me speak. I'm speak. I'm Doug. Good. What's your Twitter handle? Oh, we do this every time. Dang. Dang. There you go. And uh, I've been Kevin, and at I've been Kevin on Twitter. Which, if you want to follow, I miss off the crossbar. Yeah, I know, but. That's old Kevin. And he's dead. I miss the old Kevin. Mm. Straight from the go, Kevin. <laughs> All right, babies. We'll catch you in the next sode. A little on down the trail. Just kiss you all on the cheek. Bye. TTFN. Ta ta for now. Welcome to We Have Fun. For presidents to represent me, the world is yours, the world is yours, and I'm amped up. I'm for presidents to represent me, the world is yours, the world is yours, and I'm amped up. I'm for presidents to represent me, the world is yours, the world is yours, and I'm amped up. I'm for presidents to represent me, the world is yours, the world is yours, and I'm amped up.